Someday everything is gonna sound like a rhapsody when I paint my masterpiece. There you go. <laughs> That's all it is, man. It's that as simple easy. as that. Just to kind of oh. just say hello. I mean, I've been recording that. I've been playing <laughs> that on Spotify like about a thousand <laughs> times in a row to try and get the words right. But there you go. Welcome, Chris. Welcome hey. to the Construction Life. Thanks for having me. I appreciate oh, so it. So glad to have you on the show. Uh, yeah, we got a lot to talk about, right? Yeah. It's been a while since I've actually, uh, yeah, we haven't talked a lot about trim carpentry in a while. Yeah. So it's good to have somebody that knows a thing or two. Yeah, I know a little, I know a little <laughs> bit, a thing or two. I've been doing it for a well, little what while. What I do love is that you know a thing or two and you're sharing a thousand things in two. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're yeah, sharing yeah. a lot of stuff, which is really, I mean, great for you. Like this is, why, why did you start doing that? Trim carpentry? No, sharing it. Oh, like sharing. The, yeah, I'll get into the trim carpentry side of things, but why yeah, yeah, did yeah. you start thinking... I want to educate this next generation. I want to educate anybody who wants to listen to me. Wow. Yo, that, I mean, that's a bit of a longer story. But, Is it? Uh, yeah. Well, it all sort of started where I'm actually, I'm, I'm writing a book right now that's kind of like a, a separate thing. It's got nothing to do with construction. It's going to, it's like about my life, everything that I've been through. Um, what stage you at? What, of the book? Yeah. I'm pretty, getting pretty close to being done. I'm hoping to get it out in the new year. Like the plan Good is March, you, but we'll, we'll Good see. Good for you. And then I can't you got an agent already or you got no, nothing, no? nothing no you're gonna self-publish you're gonna get a I think i think yeah well that's a bit of the tricky part that i got someone who's helping me figure out some of those steps what's right the now. genre like what are we well, i guess of, it's sort be... of self-help a little so, bit okay. yeah because yeah. it's like i'm 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 sober i'm five years sober right. um and i went through a lot and before like before i built this company i had nothing like i came from i had like five years ago when i got sober i had no job no vehicle, never even had a vehicle in my life. Um, no money, nowhere to live, nothing. Like I was looking at shelters, sleeping in, on the street. Wow. Like you, you got, you name it. Here in Toronto? Here in Toronto, yeah. And okay. uh, How young are you? I'm, I'm 42. Okay. Yeah. So I uh, got sober, got into like a really good rehab, met some really good people, started turning my life around, and then built this company over, over the last, you know, five years. Um, started the company literally on the back of a bicycle. <laughs> I, would, I didn't have a, I didn't have a license or a vehicle yet, so I used to bike around with my backpack. So this um, is five years ago. This would have been about like I can't theoretically. I started the company like five years ago, but I didn't really start branding it and calling it like Carpenter and Co until about four years ago. And it's tech, and it's like officially three years old, like as far as the government's concerned. Yeah. So mid thirties, you were. A mess. Just lost. <laughs> yeah. Just a mess. Just completely lost, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Depressed, suicidal, like. I knew a little bit about away. this, right? Yeah. I didn't know uh, I, uh, this much about it. Yeah. yeah. And and now, so five years you get into this whole industry. Yeah. But you were never taught. No, I like, I started in like right out of high school. Like I started construction in my, like, yeah, I started in the union. Yeah. Pretty much right out of high school. Um, bounce back and forth between union carpentry and bartending. I used to, I was doing both there for a while, bartending at night and going to work at six o'clock in the morning. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Not, yeah. not smart, but you're, you know, yeah. 20 years old. You can do, you, you can oh, do anything. We're invincible at yeah. that age. Yeah. Uh, um, and, uh, and yeah, through, you know, a few different things like, you know, I worked for, it's good. I mean, construction can be tough, you know, it's tough on you and it's always tough. My twenties were difficult you know i had i lost my father i had a daughter when i was 24 
that relationship broke up was pretty unhealthy like just kind of went through a lot of difficult stuff and it just kind of led me to being a little bit lost you know and like i had uh, construction like i said it can be a bit tough and it was like it was tough on me i had some difficult bosses and shit over the years and was it was it you or was it your surroundings oh i mean it was both yeah okay. yeah i mean it's like i, I was I mean, I was kind of, I was working my way up there before it got really bad. Like I had gotten to the point where I was like project manager for a company and stuff. And, um, but it was all, it was, it's like, it was, it was kind of like all the stress that I had going on in the background and the, you know, looming depression and all that other stuff just made it difficult to deal with, uh, some of the shit that construction can throw at you you know what i mean you know, difficult clients on a daily basis on a daily basis yeah yeah, yeah i mean so. it's just like okay we're getting way ahead of ourselves yeah sorry oh, yeah. i want to let know where, where we're spe who we're speaking to uh what's your last name carpenter carpenter that's what i thought yeah, right yeah. chris carpenter right chris carpenter the carpenter carpenter and co uh carpenter and co.ca is the website you can reach him at four uh, 416-305-0169 his email is chris at carpenter co.ca and then on ig of course is carpenter and the word and a and d underscore co and then on facebook as well carpenter and co uh quick shout out to aaron and the boys they're the lads from expert plumbing for his t it's an xl it's not an xl but it should be an xl it's just all i'm saying <laughs> so i'm not in my 20s anymore where you always wore your younger brother's shirt to make yourself look a little bigger yeah that shit doesn't work doesn't in work. your 50s right <laughs> <laughs> i guess it does work in your 50s but it's not but Unleash your voice on the Construction Life podcast community. Are you passionate about the world of construction, trades, and all things building related? The Construction Life podcast wants to hear from you. Leave us a review, share your thoughts, insights, and experiences on your favorite podcast channel. Your review fuels our mission to create engaging and informative content for the construction community. Your feedback is a mortar that holds our podcast together. So share your thoughts, rate us, and let the construction community know why the Construction Life is your go-to podcast. Visit our website and check out the over 400 tradespeople and construction professionals listed on our site. Check out www.theconstructionlife.com for additional content, behind-the-scenes exclusives, and valuable resources. Dive deeper into the construction world with articles, guest profiles, and more. Follow us on social at TCL underscore The Construction Life. Subscribe to our video channels on YouTube and Rumble. Check out our link tree and find exclusive discounts for listeners. The link is in the IG bio. Join the conversation on Facebook, the Construction Life community. Yeah, I mean, I, I got wind of you, I guess, through Deluxe Stairs, right? Yeah, Jesse. Yeah, yeah that's how I got wind of you, and then he's the one that made the recommendation, and then I found you, and because I don't, I try not to surf the web and, yeah, you know, social media. Yeah. Because yeah. I just I'm consumed already with so much other shit that's going on, yeah, uh, so I'm I'm reluctant at time to go fishing around and just checking it out. But obviously, it's like from your first post, I was like going, okay, this is an interesting, dude. I want to. <laughs> well, first of all, the work is there. Yeah. I see the work, so yeah. I'm like, I want to know more about this guy, and that's how I reached out to you. And then yeah. here we are. Yeah, you know, we, so we got I'm you on the show, and yeah. yeah, so we can have a mixed bag, and we could talk about the trade. We yeah, can talk, we'll talk about, about it all. Yeah, everything and 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 what you've gone through, and uh, and just go from there. But sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that, I just wanted to interrupt you there. No, no, of course. Yeah. Just I to was, get that I was, information I was out. Going off there. Yeah, <laughs> then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we, we go, and I, I guess I, first to ask you is, why did you, back in your 20s, ask or like look at trim, look at carpentry that way that you wanted to go down that path? Yeah, I mean, I've always, I mean, I used, you know, I used to build stuff with my dad. Like, you know, we 
fixed up the basement and stuff like that. Was he a union guy or was he? No, he was, he was, he didn't work in construction at all. It was just, he was just a kind of a handy guy. He just liked to do it, build the deck, that kind of thing. And I just always, um, I just always enjoyed it. So, um, out of high school, I was like, what am I going to do? I mean, my name's Carpenter. (laughs) I like like building stuff. It's going to be difficult for you to be a plumber. Yeah. There we go. I'm just going to go do it. And then when I got into carpentry, like the finished carpentry, immediately I was drawn to it. I just love the, I mean, I'm a, I'm a perfectionist. Um, so I just love the like exactness of everything. Like one of my favorite things is to install like a door, like a perfectly installed door and the sound that it makes when it closes, when it's yeah. perfectly installed. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, I just, I just fell in love with it. You so, had the same love yeah. for pocket doors? What's that? You have the same love no. for pocket doors? <laughs> no. That's the no. hate part yeah. of love hate. No, they look they look great, but they're such a pain. They're such a pain, man. Yeah. Especially double. Yeah. Oh yeah. <sighs> yeah. And the technology is not. It's like a hole in yet. one, eh? Like a, to get both of them line up perfectly. Yeah. The first attempt. Yeah. It's a hole in one. Oh, when you get it, when you do them great, it's amazing. It's a wonderful feeling. But you always know, like, is this gonna like fail in a little bit? I'm, yeah. It's gonna shift and yeah, it's, yeah. So it made sense. You went down that path. You started yeah. uh, working that stuff, and then uh, was it hard for you to be, I guess, a diamond in the rough where a lot of guys were just pumping out production, just get it out there, but you wanted to spend a little more time and effort on the craft, right? Yeah, um, I call it becoming it the villain. <laughs> when you get into construction, you either just keep going with the stream yeah. and just get it done, good enough, yeah, or you actually stay the hero and do it the way it's supposed to be done yeah yeah Yeah. i mean when i first started uh carpenter and co i thought about that about like just doing there's like there's a there was a draw to just getting into production like trying to go for that doing the high rises mdf stuff just pumping out but i mean there's a few things one i just didn't like the work doesn't make me happy it doesn't satisfy me and i also find like you don't get like like now I have a crew I have a crew of, of people and they're they love what they do and they're very good at what they do. How many guys or girls you got? I uh, eight now. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, and I I wanted to like I wanted to foster that as well because I saw that in them and I like I, I saw in them what I saw what I have in me that they want to do that. Yeah. Whereas with production you kind of like it's all about profit it's all about trying to get the bottom, like the lowest number you can. Yep. Um, and so you're, you're, and I, there's a, a part of it where you're maybe sometimes not paying people what they deserve. I think you kind of have to try and get people that will work for less than the next guy to, to make your, to make the profit. To run your which, business. Yeah. Which I just, I don't know. I came from that business. I came from like, you know, doing like being proud of my craft. So I wanted my company to employ people that cared for what they did and got, and got paid for it. And the only way to really do that is to go for the high end stuff. How did you handle that's that's the the next question is the clients because now you got to get clients to kind of respect that as well and pay that dollar value for that skill right yeah that's a challenge that is yeah yeah every day yeah 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 it's hard i mean it's you know um i don't always i'm not always making you know the highest profits on every single job um but i you know i've spent a lot of time working to get my reputation to where it is people trust us they know the work that we do they know we're worth what we do um is the crew aware do they understand that you're going through this what's that regarding you're always fighting that we're worth this much 
Like, do they, are they aware? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. And we talk, we, we, I meet with my, my crew regularly just to talk about like expectations and where, where we need to be and with it. We're like, I, I always say to them, I'm never going to rush them. Like I don't rush my, my, my crew to get things done quickly. Like if it, if, if you make a mistake, don't try and like move on and hide it or something, take it out, fix it. Fix it. I don't care. It's got to be right. And like. You know, as long as you don't do it every day, you're not going to get, as long as you're you not going to get fired over it or yeah. anything like that. We want you know? to learn. And that's as simple as that. Exactly. Are the clients challenging you? Um, yeah, we I get challenges on yeah. pricing. Yeah. Okay. That's, that would be the, are we just kind of, I, I, I mean, Toronto is notoriously known for the, the step bevel, whatever. Right. Yeah. And, and you go down that path and they're always asking them for those same things over and over. Yeah. But I mean, I've seen some of your work and I'm like. There's some intricate work there, and there's yeah. some challenges going there. Yeah, we get obviously some, it started with a piece of paper and someone suggesting that, and then yeah. you took it over, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we get some really, we work with some really awesome designers and builders and stuff that put their faith in us, and and I appreciate that. So we try and do the best we can to, to you know, reciprocate that faith in us. Is there a trend going along with? Uh, I've been noticing a lot of closed staircase railings. For oh the yeah, yeah, like the guard, There's, the yeah. guard walls. Yeah, 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 we're getting a lot There's of a lot of actually. that going on, right? Jesse's actually giving us some of that stuff. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. They so they're, just, the, I guess the market's asking for that. Now. Yeah, yeah. Designers really like that look, the guard wall, um, as opposed to the, the, the your standard railing. Yeah, we've done a few of them. They're they're really they're neat. It's a it's a look for sure. You ever seen a, uh, I guess a monorail stair opening? Mm-hmm. So risers open, mm-hmm. but with a guardrail wall. I don't know if I've seen I that. I can't say yet. I've seen that. No, that'd be a look. I don't know. I just I had the thought of it because I I was seeing a lot of the mono stairs and I was like going. It's a nice look until you drop something, yeah. and then you got to figure out where the cue ball is going to go. Yeah, right. And or you got pets or little pets, kids. <laughs> you slip. Yeah. Then all of a sudden it depends on the size. Yeah, totally right. Yeah. It's a nice look, but then there's room for hazard. Yeah, absolutely. But then you kind of offset it, I guess, with a wall railing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there's less room for hazard. Yeah. (laughs) One thing that we did that, that was really neat was we, we did one where, um, Jesse installed the monorail stairs and we did like a, a slat wall going all the way down. So the, there, his set of stairs went from the basement all the way up to the, uh, third floor okay and the slat wall created the guard wall all the way down so it went from the basement all the way up to the third floor continuous like 24 foot slats of, of birch i think it was wow. um, yeah that was a that was a cool project how were you joining them was it mitered like how did you uh it was well we the way that we make our slot walls we actually make them out of plywood so we make like um like boxes essentially like okay. torsion boxes as opposed to using uh, solid wood because solid wood can yeah. work especially Dances. over that length yeah. right uh so we did that and we just kind of like we made some interesting sort of like because it was plywood you can kind of make like interesting um connections that are like shaped differently yeah. right yeah um so yeah we just sort of did that seam, tried to hide the seams as much as possible so that they weren't like eye level where you could when you were walking down the stairs um yeah it was a pretty neat well, project. That, I, really I can that imagine one. that yeah that, that was cool it was painted no, stained. It was stained. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's even harder. Yeah. 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 Holy yeah. cow. Yeah, that was a. It was a challenge. All done. Well, I guess you you fabricated it before yeah. and then assembled it there. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's kind of nice. Yeah, that was a fun job. I, and that's the thing is I, like I I love that stuff. I love it when someone's like, here's this crazy thing that I want to do. How are we gonna do it? 
and coming up with the solution to solve the challenge. It's that's part of the job that I really love. You're still you're like you're still on the tools, right? No. You're not on the tools anymore. You're just teaching now. Yeah, I just I run the When did you I pull the trigger on no tools? Oh boy. Over it's been I mean, it was less of a decision as it was like um you know, a requirement. Yeah, I just was. <laughs> I was, you know, de- dealing with office stuff. It was, it's only been in the last little bit that I've even hired anybody to help me with the office stuff. So I did all my own accounting, all the marketing, all the all the bookkeeping, all that stuff. So um, just meant that I, I, I that took up all my time, estimates, invoicing, all that stuff. So how was that just, feeling to like let go and give it to the crew? Um. Tough at first, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, though, yeah, I mean, now I'm, I'm used to it. And I trust, you know, I've got I've got two leads right now that, that kind of run the show, and I trust them implicitly. You never so. stand on site. They're right behind them, and you're like, you're already seeing the next move, and no, you're, no. you won't jump in. And <laughs> no, no. No, I, no I, I think it gets to a certain point where you're like going, I totally trust. Yeah who I've hired, yeah, who I'm working to, right? with. That's why you hire them. And right? I want them, even though they might be struggling, there's looking a little bit of frustration going on. They'll get it. They'll yeah. get, they'll yeah. get to it. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've been, I mean, I, I made my, we all go I made lots of mistakes through it. So I mean, I'm not going to assume they're going to get everything perfect on the first try, but I mean, they often do, but um, you know, mistakes happen and that's how everybody learns. Right. Yeah. So now you're just running the business, just running the business. Yeah. And that's what sort of created a bit of it. Now that like I've got some people helping me on the back end, that's created a bit of extra time for me to do this sort of like giving back consulting, trying to help some other people in the industry, you know, maybe navigate their way through. How's that been when you first announced that and you were sharing that? And uh, I did something similar like years back. I did, yeah. I did a, a Skype Saturdays. And I just said, listen, anybody wants to talk to me, this is way before the show started, right? Yeah. Anybody wants to talk to me, just book a Skype Saturday and I'll give you an hour of my time. And I always block two hour windows because I knew the hour would never be long enough. Yeah. And it went fast. Like people were just contacting me and going, I want to book a time. I want to book a time. And I did it for eight or nine Saturdays. And I was really, like, eh? this, is, this is just consuming my weekends now. Yeah. This is just crazy. How? And I kind of pump breaks on that but it was rewarding to have the conversations and i yeah. just left it like listen you want to talk about construction you want to talk about marketing you want to talk about whatever you want to talk about i'll give you my time right yeah and it was uh it was interesting just to have the conversations that way right so yeah that's way before zoom that was way before all this other all shit. That stuff. yeah that's so, really so it's cool. like skype was the only way i could figure because i didn't want to limit to the, just somebody in the toronto area yeah and call my number oh right? totally yeah i yeah, wanted yeah. it to be Open anybody and i got yeah. across canada i got some in the states and yeah i didn't i didn't think i got any burr in europe or anything like that just yet but i'm sure if i had to redo it again i probably attract more people oh, I'm sure you would, to yeah, do 100%. it and and because i think there's a lot of people out there that are interested in just having a conversation i mean yeah. i get the dms all the time right so like my social people are not they don't answer the dms i answer all the dms because they don't know how to communicate regarding that stuff yeah. right but they're always like man i got the situation i just want to get pick your brain i want to see what you thought about yeah and i just tell them what i've been through that's all it is yeah. right so and yeah. that's what you're doing now yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. so we like we, lo- we only launched it about a month ago um and we got a lot of really good feedback we we started out giving out a bunch of uh like free sessions um and those all went really well. Like I really, I really, I really enjoyed talking to the people. Uh, we gave out ten free sessions. Oh wow! Um, How uh, long the sessions? Half an hour. Half hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. good. I really. I mean, I feel I got. I feel like I helped some people. You know. I mean, I actually, there's one person um, who I spoke with 
I won't mention them, but that I spoke with, I've like some of the advice I gave them, I could just see through social media that they're already putting that advice to use. And nice. I saw that, I was like, that's nice. Oh, that's nice. I can warm my you heart get a little bit, you ever get one of your crew calling up and then like a deeper <laughs> voice or something like that? I just want to pick your brain about something that's coming up, maybe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would pull that off. Yeah, totally. No, I haven't had that yet. Yeah. So you're planning to do more of them? Like you Yeah, so we've, we've actually, we have a website now for it, like it, that's the consulting side where okay. like we're offering packages basically. Yeah, it's you on your link tree right so yeah, you exactly. can actually oh, and you yeah, can just you book it so tree. you're offering yeah you, you can book there you can get a packages there's multiple packages in there plus there's also a link in there just to get another i'm doing like free phone calls now free 15 minute phone calls wow. the other ones resumes i'll probably do another like block of uh free sessions sometime in the new year um but there's also just like uh uh, like a, a link to do like a yeah, 15 minute phone call just like we talk to see if it's a good fit for you see what you're struggling with see if i can help you with it rules compliance regulations these are super critical things we use tools that require high safety standards we have to meet compliance and regulations at all times not just for governmental issues but actually if we don't we're risking our own employees every tool requires a different kind of training and understanding of how to operate it safely Every rule needs to be fully understood, who's qualified to do certain jobs and who's not. All these are important things we managers must take care of to keep safety high at all times. Now, getting it done is way harder than talking about it. But luckily, there's a platform I found that can help out with everything I just mentioned. A great software called Connect Team, which has training and quizzes that you can build in any way you'd like to make sure your employees always know how to handle a certain tools. You can see who's done a certain course of quiz, who didn't complete it and can't work with a certain tool until they do. You also have the ability for an update if there's a new regulation you need everybody to be aware of ASAP. And also an easy overview screen to see who saw it. Plus, their schedule allows you to add limitations for certain jobs. So if one of your employees is not qualified to do a certain job, the system will automatically notify you about it. The platform offers a lot more, such as easy access to playbooks or hazard reports, just check them out for yourself. Connect Team has a free plan and a 14-day free trial. Try them today by checking out the link in the show notes. Is it more technical or more business? <sighs> it's a it's a bit of everything, oh, yeah. really. But I mean, the main thing I really want to kind of focus on is more the like the mental aspect of it. That's the thing. Because like, personally, you know, I figured out all like the accounting, the SLPs, you know, like all that stuff running it, the businesses it, systems it's yeah you yeah. figure that stuff out over time yeah. it's not easy but like it's there's enough information on the internet and there's also lots of like can you know other guys out there that are offering those services to help you get your business together like that yeah. and they seem to be doing pretty well so like let them do that mine is more like the mental side of it what's like going it's on just, yeah like yeah. it's you know like imposter syndrome dealing with difficult clients dealing with difficult employees just like getting the yourself together to like run a business and it's it's hard and do it with your family and you know like and not you know and i mean it'd be great if there's some people out there that are maybe struggling with you know either addiction or even just you know maybe just drinking too much or smoking too much weed or whatever might their thing might be to to, to sort of cope and they're they want to kind of get a handle on that as well i'm here to talk i can talk all day yeah, about it's that amazing stuff. i mean yeah. we see it because i've had lots of people reach out to the show and they're asking for certain kinds of shows and that's yeah. kind of why we started the whole 
TNT show. We started doing a series of shows, or just interviewing people that are going through all kinds of stuff. Yeah, whether they're yeah. vices or just mental struggle or just anxiety or just any kinds of stuff. Absolutely, right? it's rampant in this. It's business, not like man. the funny yeah. go lucky shows that we normally do, which yeah. is talking about trades and kind of just teasing each other and stuff like that. Yeah, but it, I, from what I've been told, it's like it's helping people, which oh. is the whole point of it. So yeah, I'm sure I, it is. the show was started to help one person but you know if you can help then great so it's amazing that you're doing that for, and you're offering that yeah and i guess nobody's really telling you what age they are so you're not really getting a sense of if they're a beginner if they're in the business they're getting out they're, it's like no i no. mean they can if they want to yeah. you know i mean but that's you know and i'm, I'm happy I'm, wherever you are in your yeah. journey you know like because i think it, it happens to any of us yeah at any yeah. time yeah 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 i mean i had some people call that were just like just wanted to get into construction and they didn't even know how to how to start like how do i even how do i even get into it what do i do i blame the government for that <laughs> it's just like the unorganized yeah. <laughs> institution we call the government but yeah. it's a shame because yeah. we're such such a thriving nation and we have so much opportunity and it should be easy why don't we make it easy for people to get a hold easier. of people to get into what they are passionate about oh yeah and we there's need a, them we yeah, need yeah. them bad we need more tradespeople. there's a reason why all these young people are stopping at construction sites and looking through the holes yeah yeah yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not looking at it because they're making noise and they're disrupting my condo living or downtown or whatever. They're looking in because they want to learn. And it's cool. And they think it's cool. <laughs> Building totally. stuff is cool. cool. <laughs> and it's a good job, man. Yeah. You can make a good living building things and in, in, in the trades. Yeah. So you established a nice brand and now the work's coming and everything's working. Yep. Yeah, you just plan on keep on growing it with more and more crew. Or are you gonna yeah, stay smaller? I don't. It, it's that's another thing. I I don't know if I really want to grow it that much more than it is now. I feel like uh, for what we do, it, it, like finished carpentry, you kind of have to. There's a there's a limit to how big your company can get and still yeah. maintain the same level of of quality. Like it would be. You know, like like I mentioned, my the leads that I have now, I don't know how many of those I can find. I feel like the the guys I have now, they're you know they're one in a million a little bit, um, and they, they would have to kind of have the same um, you know standards that I have and the same ideas of what the work is going to be. And the bigger you get, the further away I'm going to get from that. The less I might be able to keep on top of it. You know, it's I'm not it's not impossible, but. I feel like it's a it's harder than like scaling up a drywall company. You it's know? different, yeah, because it's so customizable. Yeah, like it's not. Um, it, that's always been the challenge for you guys that I've looked at. Yeah, where it's it's the pricing model. Yeah, it's it's just everything is done at a, a certain time scale. Yeah, right, and then scope scale as well. Yeah, and then you you have to hope and pray that you actually chose the right time and yeah. the right scope that yeah. you're making money and you're moving forward. Right. Yeah, and there's a, everyone's got a, every job has variables. Of course. Stuff. Yeah. There's always changes. I mean, you can draw it to detail to death, yeah. but there's going to be changes because yeah. of on-site and how it's going to work or yeah. something came up. Sunlight hit the wood a certain way and we <laughs> want to do this now. And I'm yeah. like, that's wonderful. Yeah, okay, yeah. let me just block out the window. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's it's. how did you get that first lead? How did you, I mean, I guess I want to get into your, your life on before you got sure, into this yeah. business and going, but how was that first one getting that and starting that, that 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 lead that contact that the first work. one yeah to start the company yeah <laughs> actually at uh, an AA meeting <laughs> really yeah yeah it was a guy that I sort of n knew from like years ago um, uh, ran into him at a meeting 
I, I, I'd been fairly newly sober, um, was kind of starting to get back, like, like thinking, okay, I can do this. I'm, you know, I can, I can do this on my own. I'm going to start building a company. And, uh, the timing was just right. He was just kind of like, Hey, like I need, I need a carpenter. Are you, are you doing carpentry again? I'm like, actually I am. So, mm. um, yeah, he was kind of like my first, my first lead into the business. And then I started, um, you know, promoting it from there. Um, met some people, like I would meet the designers and then, you know, just as it just sort of naturally sort of grows, I've, you know, I've always tried to just like put myself out there. Um, as soon as I got, uh, Instagram going, I used to just like cold call people like, uh, just reach out. Yeah. Designers, construction companies. I would just like start following them. If they liked anything that I posted, I would message them, just be like, hey, man, here, well, this is what I'm all about. Yeah, yeah. And just, like, every time. And then if I, you know, they usually I'd get, like, a like or a, oh, hey, thanks, and I'll, I'll reach out. And then a couple months would go by if I didn't hear anything, just message them again. You know, just keep A lot of kids are grinding. afraid to message, eh, to reply. Yeah, no. Just, just thank them. Just do it. Yeah, say hello. Thanks just, for liking yeah, my post yeah. or whatever. Just say what's up. Like, it's going to start a talk. conversation. Yeah, most people just want to talk. Yeah. Like, yeah, most people are nice or happy to talk. Were you nervous about getting that first one, getting back into the business? Uh, yeah. Were you a little, yeah. I mean, I guess for, were you a little insecure that you, whether or not you could actually. Yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. It was a lot. It was kind of like when, when I was coming back, it, the, it, the, I had the, this pressure that I sort of put on myself of like, okay, well now I'm sober. If I don't do it now, I got nothing to blame it on. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah, 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 before yeah. it was like, well, I'm just a loser. Like I, I screwed up that job because I was drunk or whatever. Now it's like, now I have to do it. And I got to do it right because I got no excuses anymore. So there, I, I felt I had, I put a lot of pressure on myself to, to, to make it work. And I did. So how many years were you drinking for? Like <sighs> most of my life, really? Wow. Yeah. Eh? I mean, and like I said, it's sort of, I was bartending when I was in my early 20s. That kind of was where it started. Got worse through my 20, late, mid to late 20s as I had, you know, like I said, my father passed away. The relationship with my daughter's mother was unhealthy and not great. And then there was all the sort of custody battles and yep. stuff. And just, just life, it just kind of like... Just everything was compounding. And it just, my life slowly went down until my early 30s where I was just, yeah, I was like drinking constantly, like every day. Wow. Yeah. The mess was. What were you doing for work at the time? Um, Just a bartender. No, that's point. No, I was, oh, this one I was fully. Yeah, no, bar bartending. I, I stopped doing in my early twenties. So this was I was doing construction, bouncing from different jobs and jobs. Like I like I said, I would kind of work my way up to a, a company where I was a project manager. Okay, uh, but my drinking and my depression and stuff was not good, and they were seeing up it. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, the guy who. Uh, owner of the company he had some he had compassion for me he like he let me stick around a little while but um but he saw the liability yeah, yeah. eventually he was just like i can't i can't do this anymore just because if something happens man yeah. yeah and i had after that i had a guy who I'd, I'd known for years who sort of gave me a shot like building decks and fences and stuff like that for not a lot of money just but he, you know he was helping me out mm -hmm. he knew that i was struggling um did that but yeah just drinking everything on that like i would build decks and like hide bottles underneath the deck and stuff like that when it was wow. done oh yeah it was it was bad was everything was bad. still level and plumb 
Yeah, I was a good carpenter. Yeah, that's the one thing. I was always a really good well, carpenter. Multitasking. I'll I never hurt much. myself either. I, wow. Somehow, I don't know. I'm lucky that I didn't like that. I still got all my fingers and everything, but yeah, I don't know no, if I, I should mess. say good for you. I know <laughs> it's it's weird. Yeah, no, like it's that that part of my life is there's, there's nothing. There's not a lot to be proud of. Um, yeah. You know, there's nothing. But um, yeah, the turning when I realized how much I was messing up my life. So what was the wake up? Like, what was the, uh, the moment that you said to yourself that this is enough, man, I'm done with this shit. It was that, it was the, like the rock bottom of like, like later, like I slept on the street. I went to spent the night in jail. I was looking at men's shelters for a place to sleep and then went to my third rehab where I met a counselor who just like changed my life. He like, he was like, you know, quitting drinking is great. That's, that's the, that's a big part of it, but you got to fix this. Like the drinking is just a symptom of all the bullshit going on in your head. So you got to fix that or else you'll never be able to really be sober. So are you still fixing shit? Oh, constantly. Yeah. It's a constant. It's a constant. Yeah. Yeah, I'm always working on stuff. (laughs) It's a never ending, never ending. Yeah. I don't want to say battle. It's just it's just how it is, you know. I'm always yeah. I just always want. I'm like I feel like it's more like I'm always trying to improve. You know what I mean? I always want to be better than I was yesterday. What are you looking for? I guess when you, I mean, because a lot of these younger trades they're turning to vices, whether it be drinking or whether it be weed, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of it. A lot of more of it is coming up, right? Yeah, and it's not time. it's not the greatest to hear that you know construction workers have such a high suicide rate as well, too. Yes, mostly men. Yeah, one of the biggest of all. Yeah, of all. Yeah, which is pretty scary. So obviously, I mean, they're turning to these vices to to, to cope. Yeah. To cope. Yeah. So I mean, when you see these younger people coming into the industry. Are you seeing certain signs from them as well, and you're you're kind of relating with them, or yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I do. I see it. You know, um, yeah. I mean, I feel for. I, I yeah. I, it's I see it in this industry big time, and and I feel for feel for the people that are that are going through that. How are you, um, Chris? Like, how are you running your business? Where it's always interesting. Um, you want to be the employer. Mm-hmm. And they're the employee, mm-hmm. but then now you've got the personal thing going on in their lives, but you also have your own personal stuff going on in your lives. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's like, how much do you become a support person for that person, but on a professional surrounding? Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. You, it's hard to figure out sort of where to, out, right? where to set that line. Yeah. yeah. Cause I mean, you know, I, I love my, my crew. They're, they're all amazing. Um, every single one of them um and i would love i want them to feel like if they've got something going on that they can you know they can talk to me and you know there's nothing specific with anybody but you know if people if someone has to take some time off because they have to deal with some personal things or then 100 percent, i like i always want to be the kind of employer that um you know i don't want you to i don't want you to bottle it up like if you got something you got to deal with like you don't have to explain it to me. Just tell me like I got to deal with some personal things. I got to take a break or whatever. Um, they're always worrying about the job. They're always worrying about whether or not they can finish the job and yeah, and letting you down, letting the yeah, pr- down. yeah, it's I'm coming. Sure. It's part of the equation. Right? It is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I felt that way when I was sort of struggling. I didn't want to let down my my employers. Plus, you know, financially, yeah. you don't want to lose the money and whatnot as well, right? Of not working. So, yeah. So basically, I guess. 
construction's helping you, carpentry's helping you get back on course. Yeah. Yeah, construction. It was a means, I guess. It was just employment back then. Yeah. But then you also have the the addiction going on at the same time. Then you had life going on at the same time. Yeah. But now it seems like carpentry and construction and that whole networking, the crew, the whole, all the positives associated with yeah, work. Absolutely. Is contributing to a better path. Yeah. I mean, it gave my life a purpose. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. It gave me, gave me something to be proud of. Um, gave me some meaning in my life. Um which I was lacking before. Ever um, worried about relapsing? No. I mean, it's always sort of there, you know. Um, but, I mean, I, I work. I like, I talk to people. Uh, I, I exercise a lot, which, which is sort of my thing, my, my way to, to, uh, to fight the demons away now. Yeah. 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 I've been told it helps. Yeah. Oh, it does. It, it totally it does. helps, yeah. right? Yeah. It, 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 it kind of keeps you on the, the path, yeah. right? Yeah. When, when COVID hit and all the gyms were shutting down, <sighs> that was a scary moment there. I was like, I ended up uh, building a gym in my basement out of two by fours. <laughs> Just because I was like, there's no way I'm not working out. I'm going to, I'm going to figure Did you lay the ends so you could put on the plates or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, no, you were putting concrete blocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were putting concrete blocks. Well, on. I was looking, I looked up a way to make like, um, like plates, like plates for like, uh, out of concrete. Luckily, like I was a able form. To, you just, yeah, form like form a form it in a bucket. And you like, there was even a measure, like a measurement to figure out like how much to figure out the weight of them to get the 45, the thick, 45s the, and 25s. It's got to be like four inches thick or something. Yeah, would, they were, they would have to be big. To 40, 45 pounds. Oh, I mean, what's yeah. a block? A block is 20 pounds, I yeah, think, yeah. or something like yeah. that. Oh, that's funny. That's yeah, that was luckily then. Cause but it, it kept it, you busy enough that you're like, okay, had me something I'm to do. getting some but exercise. But I, I just ended up building like the squat rack and a bench and all that stuff. And then I bought the weights because they were, I could get those. But that was the original <laughs> plan of like, how am I going to do this? I'm just gonna be I wonder if every rocks. trade was doing that at the time, like depending yeah. on their trade. Yeah. Right. So like the plumbers were pulling out like hard pipe or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Putting on copper fittings or something. Just and like right, getting the, everybody doing their bathroom, right? Just for. <laughs> Just because <laughs> you got the electricians putting on a spool of uh, yeah. you know fourteen two or some shit like that. No, it was good that you were doing that, so nothing was going to stop you at that point, yeah, right? Yeah, because yeah. that was a shitty thing that they did. That it's like take that away from you. And I hated walking around and seeing playgrounds that are all cautioned <sighs> off. And yeah, yeah, we had one of those by we had like one of those outdoor uh, gyms by our house. And, and it was all cautioned off. And they off. closed it off. I, I got to use it for like the first week. And then it was like, if, you, if you're here, you're going to get arrested by the bylaw officer for exercising outdoors. <laughs> In between handing out parking tickets? Like, I don't understand how bullshit. But that's a whole other. That's, I don't a, want, that's another yeah, I don't want that, that shit is done and, yeah, and it, yeah, it, totally. like moving on. So it's yeah. great that everybody's that did survive at that point. Yeah. It's all good. But it was good that you were still thinking that initiative, how I need to get, I need to stay busy physically, yeah. right? Yeah. And that was the thing about it, right? Yeah. So, all right. Anything bad in the business? There's nothing bad in the business. Anything bad in the business? No. I mean, the, the only complaint I ever really have about finished carpentry is that because we're like at the end of the project. You got to fix everything. There's, that we, we have to deal with all the problems that have been left behind and there's no money left. <laughs> yeah. And then they always want more. Yeah. They always want to, they want to add things and, but you know. I'm honestly like I'm 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 grateful to be where I am any anyways so like it kind of makes it easier to you know like 
it, it's tough. Like by the end, by the time we get in there, homeowners, clients, contractors, everyone's kind of at the end of their rope. Yep. Yeah. So like, it's been a ride. Yeah. So I like the only way that I can survive and be good and be helpful in that position is to just be patient and be understanding. Like everyone's stressed out at this point. They're running out of money. They just want to get their house back and have it done. The last thing that's going to help is me being a jerk about it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. And you looked at the scope and you see what's going on, but you also know as a business owner and also as a, a trade, they're going to veer off. Yeah. Like there's, there's room for veering off at this point, right? Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's just like, keep two wheels on the road. That's <laughs> exactly. all times you possibly can. Exactly. I don't want you to go over the hill. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you understand that. And that's what you're teaching to the younger generation as well, that yeah. this is how it works. This right? Is how, yeah. 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 So it's, it's tough. You just got to roll with the punches, you know, Don't are they good? It. Are the new kids good? Like I, I just, I get the sense through social media that if you buy all the cool toys, you become a cool trip carpenter. Yeah. Which is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean the, the, the good toys help, you know, like having good, good tools can certainly add and, and help make the job easier, but you need to have that like eye for detail yeah. uh, to start with. And yeah, there's, you know, there's there's some of them out there. There is like I, I've I've had I've had some on my crew that some young guys that have come on and they just they have they have that that eye and they they want to they want to they want to make things. They have that like perfectionist quality and uh, and they you know they want to do they want to do good work. They they still do exist out there. <laughs> Luckily, it's nice to see that. Where are they getting the education from? You guys are just networking. Yeah. internally right yeah and you're discussing how things do they ever revert back to history and just look at how things were done back in the day how or, so well just i guess because i mean that's one of the things that i did when i started tinkering around with toronto homes and you start demolishing certain sections i reluctantly you demolishing it because you're yeah. expanding and you're doing certain things but then you're actually ripping apart 100 year old wainscoting yeah and you're seeing how it was done and you're like going this is insane that this is how it yeah, was done like back the, then and they the were using and, for the most part hand tools yeah they didn't have laser miter track they didn't have any of these toys right yeah so it's just like you're a little respectful of the past so i'm just wondering if today's kids are paying attention that they built things before you guys were born kind of yeah. mentality right yeah maybe not not so much eh? not so much i mean i remember that i remember when i first like in my 20s like demoing houses and like hundred year old homes and stuff and pulling those like square nails out of the studs and stuff and just being like, Oh, not only shouldn't this be on a railroad tire <laughs> or something. Not yeah. only did somebody like hammer that by hand, but someone also made that nail by hand. Like just the, yeah, it's, it really puts things in perspective when you're like, you're yeah. over there throwing everything on your table <laughs> saw, you pull out your nail gun. <laughs> you're like, this is, yeah, we got it so easy. Okay, we'll get back to the interview in a second, guys. But if you haven't already signed up for Phil, you should do it now. The marketplace is free and full of great listings. Find closer sites and make soil reg compliance easy. Phil's low tracking blows the competition away. It's a good looking and simple app. You get a real time view of all your sites, hauls and trucks right in your pocket. What if the other guy doesn't have Phil? No problem. They can sign up and send or receive the first truck in five minutes. No sales calls or IT guys needed. You can also invite other companies to join your halls like engineers, landowners, or even municipalities. Tracking doesn't require drivers to do anything. And there's a 14-day free trial. I bet you can move a lot of dirt in 14 days. Sign up for free on the website at www.getfill.app. That's www.getfill.app. You can also search Phil in the App Store. 
Yeah, I guess today's just about efficiency, just trying to move yeah. forward faster. That's all yeah. it really is. Yeah, right? it's all about profit, right? Like everyone's got to make do it as as good enough to pass, basically, and and uh, and and still make money off of the it. The painter will fix it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I hope not. No, no, know. you don't. You don't want that. No, you no. want these miters to be tight. You no. don't want them to open up. Yeah. You're hoping that the house was properly hvac designed yeah. and that the home is not going to shift so much like you it's all these factors right yeah. but the unfortunate thing is that if you see a fault the fingers are pointed at you guys or the painters yeah. right yeah. which is like i'm trying to educate the clients going listen if something does happen it's a, it's a it's a collaborative fuck up yeah yeah <laughs> right? exactly yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. not just one person the last person standing there that did the work that yeah. you're like going you're at fault for this it's yeah. not how it works oh yeah right? we're like we'll install baseboards and we'll like you don't, no one noticed that all the walls in the basement were completely out of square until we put baseboards on them. We do our best to, to hide the out of yep. square because you got lines in the hardwood floor or tile or whatever. So we got to try to massage the whole thing to make it look like without the painter having to fill it with like a giant bead of caulking. <laughs> um, and then still they'll be like, what, why does that look like that? The whole thing looks out of square. It's like, well, that's because the framing was out of square. Like that should have been noticed a long time ago. You know, we're doing the best we can. But at in, this in point. All fact, I guess you don't really notice it until you guys start putting your pieces on. Often, right? no, yeah. That's how you notice that's it, That's when right? it start really points it out when you, when you get those last pieces on there. That's when the mistakes from before really pop or like drywall that's like bowed in places because the framing's all out of whack. You don't notice that until you start putting cabinets on the wall. Drives me crazy, man. Yeah. I mean, when you just like the framers didn't take the time and effort to crown in, crown out kind of yeah. bullshit and then yeah. have it all set up. And, yeah. But I guess everybody's on a time crunch at that point. Yeah. And just get in, get out and then get the job done, right? Yeah. It's really, it's funny how most trades, when they get on a job site and they're assessing what's about to unfold, mm -hmm. their first thought in their head is the time associated with that scope. Okay. They'll look at something and they'll go, okay, we can frame this in six weeks. Yeah, yeah. We can do the roof in two days. Yeah, like, yeah. like everyone's always kind of like, these are my windows it's, of opportunity. Yeah. This is how long timeline. I think, based on my experience, yeah. this is how long I think it's going to take. Yeah. But now you're already giving yourself a gun to your head where you're like going, I need to get this done because I'm not making money yeah. if I'm getting it done after this point. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's even worse for you guys because you guys have such a big question mark. Yeah, there's a lot of question marks in, in finished carpentry. Yeah. There's a huge amount. Yeah. But then when you see work that's really done well, yeah. you're, like, you're in awe, man. Like that's, yeah. It's almost like you're traveling and you're visiting other countries and you look at the woodwork that was done centuries ago, yeah. if you leave Canada and the U.S., yeah. uh, and you're like going, holy crap. Yeah. It's like, holy crap. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I try to sort of assume for, you know, a little bit of little wiggle room for mistakes to happen. Doors are going to be framed improperly or whatever, and we're going to have to <laughs> open them up or something like that. Or, yeah. We just kind of assume that, that thing, those things are going to happen, and then sometimes I can't I, I can't account for everything. But no matter what it is, we're gonna we're gonna we're, we're not gonna leave until everything looks right. You know, it just that's what we're gonna do. I guess the one advantage that you guys at the very end, as much as you guys get shit on regarding having to fix everything and make sure it looks beautiful by the time you finish your stuff, yeah, you do occasionally get the invite to come back and see the finished product. Yeah, the very very finished product, yeah. right? Yeah, where it's dressed, yeah. where all the furnishings are in there, and yeah, we get to take the pictures at the end yeah, and stuff right. after the designer's been in there. We often get like, 
the professional with people offer us their the professional photos yeah. to let us use those and stuff because yeah. they know we were involved in a lot of the stuff that you're seeing at the end there and it's it's a that's the other part of the job that i like it's like i used to say like we do the you know, we make your house pretty. Yeah, <laughs> everyone yeah. else, like everyone, everyone makes it functional. We we do all the stuff that you see. You know, and I like I kind of like that part of it. You, you ever met a client that didn't touch your work when it was finished? I didn't touch it. Yeah, <laughs> like just they always touch it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah, always yeah. touch it. Yeah, yeah. If for uh, whatever reason, doesn't matter, man, woman, mother, father, son, yeah. kid, daughter, whatever, it doesn't matter who. Yeah. It is. Even the dog will sniff it. Yeah. Like they'll always touch the finished product. Yeah. It's it's like that's a sign of the work that was done. Yeah, that it's so good that you can't stop yeah. look, just looking at it. You yeah. got to touch it, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I do that when I go to we other, all do that. when I go to other people's houses and I like we didn't <laughs> I do the touch, work, but there's some carpentry in yeah. there. I'm like, oh yeah, those guys did a really good job. <laughs> These guys did good. You're you're having a conversation. You're looking away and you're just running your hand on the, on the miter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, Holy look shit, that's these. a tight miter, man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We've all done this. I'm walking man. like feeling the casing. I'm like, oh wow, they did good there. Yeah. And then you're like, somebody get a stool. I want to go on top of the casing. I want to see, <laughs> see, see if they if they fill those nails. Yeah. No, that that's the that's the passion of the business, right? Yeah. That's yeah. how it is. Right? Yeah. If you get yeah. the right team, put it all together, everyone's respectful of it. That's what you get. Yeah, which is fun, and that's something that you can't really teach kids, right? They yeah. have to experience that shit at that point, yeah. right? Absolutely, yeah. So I just yeah. sit back nowadays and I just enjoy the, I guess the performance. Yeah, that's how it is, right? Yeah. So it's like you just watch this. This is gonna yeah. happen. This is gonna happen. Yeah, and that's all I try to do. I just try to create an, a, an environment with Carpenter and Co. where the where everybody that works there feels. I want everyone to go home feeling proud about the yeah. work they did. Yeah. They're like. Cause I remember the days when I we used to work and I felt like it was meaningless and like it didn't, it was, you know, I didn't feel like anything. I, I didn't feel proud in anything I did. It just, you know, that was partly my own stuff, but, but, but I, I just want everyone in Carpenter and co to feel like proud and to feel like, you know, happy with their job and, you know, they're doing something that's, you know, means something. Was the work at that point pride worthy? Back you, then? Yeah, but you just weren't in the right headspace, right? No, often, no, it wasn't. I mean, oh, it I, wasn't, I, eh? Yeah, and I, did, I, I, I didn't, I, I don't want to, like, um, you know, rag on any of the companies that I worked for because I worked for some really nice people. But it, a lot of, like, just sort of, I did a lot of, like, before I really focused into finished carpentry, I did a lot of, like, just sort of general carpentry. So yeah. I'd be doing, like, a little bit of drywall here, frame this wall over here, yeah. dig these holes, fence, build this fence. And then nothing was ever like the, I always wanted to do finished carpentry and do like the fine detail stuff. So all that stuff just was like, okay, well, this is functional. It's great. You know, I never felt like pride in it or anything like that. You know, I think everybody gets these jobs. Like there's certain jobs that you get, you're just like, I'll phone it in. Yeah. Like I'll just, I'll deliver exactly what yeah, you're Yeah, I'll do for. it. You'll be happy. Yeah. They're over It'll the moon. Good. And yeah. you're like, ah, I could have went here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I know yeah. we, we hung out here, but it could have went there, right? Yeah, for sure. But the budget wasn't there or whatever. The time wasn't there or whatever. Yeah. So back of your head, you just think, I'll save it for the next one. Yeah. Some, <laughs> client, some client's going to come around. They're going to go, give me I want a, that. Give me yeah. a challenge, Chris. I just want something that's different, right? Yeah. So, yeah. What are you going to do with the company now? You're going to focus more on the. I guess it's more of a mentorship now. Yeah. Is that's what you're focusing on? Yeah. Now, so right? like it's kind of has like the two sides. So the finished carpentry, I, I, that's my baby. I, I'd never, uh, that's just going to be there. And like, you know, if it grows a little bit, great. I wouldn't want it to get any smaller. We've got a shop now. We do custom uh, mill work and stuff. It's, 
it's great. I, you know, I, I love it. I love, I love the crew. Yeah. Um, but now, yeah, it's kind of the, this mentorship is sort of a, a new sort of passion project of mine of that's, you know, uh, like of being able to maybe help some people. Yeah. Yeah. How many, we'll like, your, what other ideas you got brewing on the mentor side? I mean, you started with the phone calls, which are going to, it's great that you're doing that because everyone's yeah. got questions for you. Right? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm hope I'm the goal is to have people that, you know, that want to hire me sort of on a full, like on a regular basis. Like I've got packages on, on the website where you can get like three, just three calls, uh, six calls or 12 calls. So like 12 calls over six months. We'll, wow. we'll like at the beginning you get, you get a, like an introductory call. Just let's figure out what you, what you're struggling with, where you want to be in six months, where you want to be in a year. We'll kind of come up with a plan. And then over those six months, we'll talk every two weeks. We'll see where you're at. We'll make, come up with some goals we'll just we'll talk maybe you just want to talk through what's going on yeah. in your business right now whatever and we'll 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 help you i'll help you get to where you want to go and like and not lose your mind <laughs> will you ever be happy will you ever open up the shop for them what get into the shop and if they want to work in your shop or try like to come yeah yeah, yeah. i mean it's yeah, a possibility totally, right? yeah, yeah. or even have the conversation there because they might be even more comfortable to have that conversation yeah. in an environment that they're familiar with. Yeah. So it puts them at ease, right? Yeah, I mean, I've always bounced around the idea of doing like some, a bit of um, um, kind of like classes sort of. Like there's yeah. there's nowhere to learn how to do finished carpentry. There's no like finished carpentry school. Social that, media. Yeah, that's about it. But like <laughs> hands-on. I mean, we have, no, there we have the, like just set up a, like frame a wall and have people bang in a bunch of doors all day long. Just like, just work on them or like installing some crown or whatever we'll set up a little little spot where you can just practice uh coping crown you know like just uh, and just help people learn i don't stuff think like, like george brown or i don't think most of these schools don't dive into it right they might deal with just regular two and a quarter colonial yeah they probably do they probably touch it like yeah here's how you install a piece of base pre-assemble pocket door yeah, kind of setup yeah, right yeah, or yeah. not pre-assemble regular uh door right yeah they probably do that kind of stuff yeah. But not for this probably it's probably pretty basic, I would imagine. That's what I'm assuming. Yeah. 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 I thought it would be pretty What cool. kind of toys you got in the shop? Toy oh. Just your standard Everything. Big, yeah, just your standard stuff, like planer, table saw, all that stuff. Yeah. How big is the shop? Uh a little over two thousand square feet. That's a good size shop. That's yeah, not too bad. Holy cow, that's a good yeah. size shop, yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. My my lead my my lead Matisse, he runs the shop mostly. Yeah, that's kinda his his thing, he's awesome. <laughs> he makes all the cabinets and stuff. He's great. So you get into all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we do, like we don't do um, not kitchens, but we don't more, do kitchens. more for like details, accents, certain yeah, parts. Yeah, right? we like what I often say to people is we do the stuff that the bigger cabinet companies shy away from. Yeah, well, because like, you can't compete with no, the big guys, and no. the big guys don't necessarily they don't want to do the one off yes, unique sort of stuff. Exactly. So we do. We can do those. Um, we can do the kitchen too, but it's going to be three times as much. Yeah, as the and it's kitchen. not worth it at that point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, we do sort of more stuff like that. Everybody's um, still asking for white oak. Yes, still pretty popular for at least a little while, I think. What do you think is going to replace it? I don't know. I don't. Mm. I have no idea what could replace it. No. I mean, white oak's beautiful. It is. I mean, it's, it's getting nice. it's getting overdone. I think though. Well, it matches all the Chantilly lace, and it just goes with everything else that's being done. Yeah. And puts it gets put together but again it's too expensive to go mahogany too expensive to go black walnut yeah I mean, we did a house up in collingwood uh last winter that was like all walnut 
library or something? No, the whole house. The whole house whole was walnut. House. He had walnut everywhere. Walnut paneling. Walnut like um, like slats on the ceiling. We what we did there was like we were talking about the the solid rail. We did a, yeah. a walnut solid rail. I mean, it was like it was like uh, one by. It was one by sixes that were kind of all put together into wow. like a big panel that was mounted on a steel rail, lighting and stuff. It was yeah, it was walnut as far as you can. Somebody had a budget. Can, yeah, that was an awesome. That was a cool place. Where were you getting all the walnut from? Like, was it from the states? No, I just got it from uh, Oliver a place in Burlington. Um, exotic. Yeah, exotic. Exotic. Yeah, yeah, I was getting all that from there. I don't know where they got the rest of it from because we just did the railing. That whole the one the one of the project manager told me that they got so much walnut for that project that it actually affected the price of walnut a little bit. <laughs> I believe that. Yeah. I totally believe yeah. that because that's a lot of walnut. Yeah, they just didn't want drywall. I don't. I think it was just the look. Yeah, it's like it was Collingwood. It was like a beautiful house, like overlooking the overlooking the lake, like. Darkly stained? It was darkly. It must have been. Uh, yeah, I think they just kind of oiled, like they just finished it. Because, wow. I mean, it's all pretty dark already, right? So but, that would be the replacement to um, White Oak, but that's yeah. just stupid expensive at that point. Yeah. And White Oak's got, got expensive too. That's it the has thing got about very it. expensive, yeah. So I guess the alternative is you paint. Yeah. You just go paint grade at that point or yeah. MDF. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to see a different a different wood kind of get popular. Something with like an in, a little more interesting kind of grain to it. But like I a what? Know, I don't know. Um, I'm not a, like a wood species guy. That's no, I that's just, I'm just trying to think of what it is. I know that a lot of I other guys know. were using red oak, and it, yeah. that's got a slightly different grain pattern to the white oak. Yeah, um, and stain slightly different as well too. Oil slightly different. Yeah, but it just um, I don't know hemlock or just yeah, I, something I, like, like something. Yeah, I, I mean, like back in the day, it, yeah. like the whole all the schools desks, the old desks were all made out of hickory. Yeah. Right. No, not hickory. Sorry, hemlock. Yeah. yeah. It's all made out of hemlock, right? Yeah. So there was. I mean, we all scratched whatever into it. That's yeah. all we did. But if yeah. you're old enough, yeah. Uh, I don't even know what the desks are like now in schools. Or probably plastic. They're probably all made <laughs> out of petroleum jelly. Yeah, and exactly. They're all seeping through the knowledge. There. Exactly. That's what's going yeah, on. Yeah. Exactly. I can't remember anything. I'm yeah. not absorbing any of this <laughs> shit. That's because the fumes are coming off your desk. That's what's <laughs> happening. Should be old school wood. Uh. Absolutely. <laughs> We'll make the desks. You guys could. You probably do a deal with the government again, but that's, that's right. Not, I don't know how that's going to work, right? Yeah, I know. You'd have to charge some stupid price yeah. to get approved. Yeah. What do you mean? 10 desks? $10 million? Yeah. Sure. That yeah. sounds about right. Okay, cool. Then you guys yeah. are hired to do it. Yeah. I did I did one go, like government job in my entire career. How was, was that? It was it was it was awesome. It was like the easiest thing I ever did. It was building it was basically just building ramps for uh, election sites. And I, um, I, I gave the person, I, the person I was dealing with, gave him a price. And uh, they were like, <laughs> trust me, trust me, add something to that. I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> well, fine, sure. they knew what they, they knew. There's get. a budget for it. So, like, just use the budget, basically. Wow. Yeah. It was just ramps. Just ramps. I'd apply? Just, uh, yeah, just like basic. Painted or just, just? Yeah, like there were like, there were decent ramps, you know. They were meant for like, because it, it was for like any school that, you know, didn't have wheelchair access into the. Oh, so like kind of like the stopgap ramps kind of thing. Yeah, like they were on. decent size. Yeah, you know, yeah, Because sometimes yeah. you got like a, 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 a you know, seven inch step or whatever yeah. to get yeah, in. Yeah. And, you, you know, you can't have it, you can't have it just go like this for a wheelchair. It has to be long and, you yeah. know. Yeah, for someone in a wheelchair to actually be able to wheel up it and everything. How many did so you have was, to do? 
I can't. It was years ago. It was years. I can't remember. It was a few though. It well, was it's just, nice that they spent the money. There. It was easy. It was just great. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> Tax money. I'll take it. Attention contractors, welcome to the future of construction resource management with our platform, where you can easily buy, sell, or rent tools, equipment, and materials with fellow contractors. Say goodbye to wasted time and resources. Need that specialized equipment for a specific project or want to earn extra income from your underused resources? This platform has you covered. With its user-friendly interface and a vast network of trusted contractors, you'll find what you need or make your resources work for you seamlessly. Join the construction community that's changing the game. Visit them online at altlabersolutions.com and start optimizing your resources today. Alt Labor Solutions, where contractors connect and resources thrive. What are you, uh, what are the cool kids using for glue? What are you guys using for glue? Oh, geez. Yeah, you'd have to, you'd have to ask the guys. Yeah. That's where uh, I go I mean, back to the whole thing is like anybody can be a carpenter if they have the right toys yeah. and they're using the cool kid products. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they kind of like, they're a carpenter. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, no, you got to actually have the skill and yeah. then just build something and then tinker around. I right? mean, the last thing, like when I, when I was, uh, the last time I was sort of on the tools, I remember that the, the two part sort of the spray yeah. miter bond thing yeah. that was just coming out basically when I was like getting off the tools. I got tired of that, that because cool. it kept on failing. And then you, you're being taught by the reps that there's a shelf life. Yeah. There's separate shelf lives for the two parts. Yeah. So yeah, we, we run into that where some, where it fails. I would look at them going, you sell me a product that has two parts, but you're telling me that the shelf life is different for each part. So I can never just buy the one part. I have to buy another two-parter to continue. And I discard the other part that still has volume in there. Yeah. This is really smart. Yeah. Good plan plan for them. I guess they sell more. It's a great plan for them because they're making money because you're like, you give that up and you buy a new one and now you use that. Yeah. Because I kept on complaining. I go, why am I able to break this apart? That doesn't make any sense. Why isn't this sticking properly? Right. So that's why I went back to glue. And I just, I know that a lot of trim guys that I know, they're just diehard glue. They don't care. They want that all the glue to squeeze right out and I'll just clean it up. And yeah. Yeah. Just exactly. Just there, regular. Right? I know that regular glue will rip it apart. Glue. Right. Yeah. So yeah. And some good clamps. Who gave you the idea to do the mem- mentorship part of it? Things like, was it you that came up with that or was it someone else that made the suggestion? So it was a bit of both. So like I said, I, I got, I, I'm writing the book that doesn't really, that's just more about like my life. It's not going to have too much to do with construction. And that's when I sort of came up with the idea that maybe through the book I could, do I could like help people with the book like that would be sort of a second career that would be totally separate from yeah, yeah. And Co. Um, and then uh, my operations manager I was kind of just bouncing around the idea of like okay well before I get to there like I want to I want to start doing something I kind of almost like um, I just want to start um, like talking to people, getting like, like a prerequisite kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And she was like, well, you know everything about construction. Like you've been in this for 20 years. Why don't you, like, why don't you help some people with that? Yeah. And I was like, that's a great idea. So that's sort of where, it, that's sort of what this um, evolved out of, of like, I was like, yeah, okay, I can do that. And then, and then I kind of just, I brought in the ideas that are in the book of like, basically like the book is about like getting your life together, you know, Getting, whether it's addiction or whatever you've got in your life, it's like just taking accountability for yourself and being responsible in your life and living your life. Like, don't let your life waste away. Like, do something now and make something out of your life. Um, so I 
kind of tried i'm trying to take that a little bit into the construction of like you can do this you can be in this business you can build a good business you can be happy you can be satisfied you can be sane you can be sober whatever you can do it all and you can be happy it just it takes work yep yeah and you can't do it alone i was just about to say that (laughs) you shouldn't be alone yeah Right. Yeah. And you should be open to actually reaching out to other people and just talk to them. Don't be afraid of a stigma throwing yeah. at your face saying, yeah. why are you even talking about this shit? Yeah. Anyway, right? Who cares about stigma? Cause that doesn't give a shit about it. Stigma. Right. Do you have yeah. a title for the book yet? Uh, uh, I'm no, sure. no, 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 I'm don't share it. If you don't have it, you're not ready. Don't, don't, yeah. don't, don't, don't. I, I was just curious myself. Right. Yeah. So you're just messing around with some titles, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got some ideas. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. not not ready to announce anything yet <laughs> are you finding it therapeutic to write it oh yeah how yeah. often do you commit to yourself to sit down and, and work on it for a while there it was like every week a couple times a week you know sometimes an hour at a time um i i, I was doing it two different ways um i would do uh like voice notes i would just yep. like be in my truck i would just like just blah 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 and then i had an app that transcribed that to uh to text and then i would put the text into chat gbt to like um, fix all the grammar because yep. i'm talking it's like lots of ums and ahs it would make put all that through and then i would have a, a like an editable text so i did had that way and then i was and then i would sometimes just sit and write by hand sometimes i would just write notes on my phone and once i once i got into it it was just like it would just flow i could sit there for I would, I would often have to just like stop myself. I'm like, oh, I got, yeah, other you got to take a to break from it because you got it. You got other shit going yeah. on. This yeah. Happening, but right? it, yeah. It, it was, it was, yeah, it was great. So how much time have you committed to it already? Oh, I, I couldn't even guess hours. Okay. Like, no, no. You're like, are you at, you've been at it for about a year or so or no? Oh no, 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 no. no. I got started it at the beginning of the summer. So not okay, quite just a year. Recently. Not, yeah, not wow. quite a year. Not quite a year. But I was really pumping it out there for a while. So enjoy that path when you get it out there. Yeah. And not the path of getting it out there because I'm sure that the construction community is going to embrace it. They're going to totally respect it and yeah. they'll probably reach out and want to copy and, and relate to it quite a bit. Yeah. I'm talking about the whole literary world. That yeah. whole bullshit, right? Yeah. That's all. It's just. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I haven't sort of. I am keep going back and forth about what I want to do with what I, how I want to like publish the book. Because I'm the whole idea this whole the mentorship and and then and helping people i'm like maybe i just make the book like part of all of that like it's more of just like you get like you uh, you get the book and you and you uh write the book yeah no the, i would still do the book no on yeah, its yeah. own but you like just it. do it yeah 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 i think of that too like, just I, release I, the book on its own yeah. as well yeah, yeah i i would that's just my two cents and yeah. I'm, and i'm not a professional in that world or anything like that but i'm just saying that Write the book because I get the sense that it's in you. Yeah. And I think that if you're just stopping and starting and you're thinking, what else can I add in here? What else can I add in here? No, it wasn't so much that I would Or like, connect to it. Yeah, it was more like it would be part of a sort of a package. But like it's going to be part of it anyway. Yeah, it's yeah, going yeah. it's, yeah. it's to be part of Carpenter & Co. regardless how you look yeah, at it because yeah, you're responsible for it, right? Yeah. But I think that I... And, and I also get the sense it probably is not going to be the only one. The only book? Yeah. No, I don't that's that, that's no, what that's i guess no, because i don't think you'll get everything that you need to get in there no you'll you'll see it complete yeah and you'll finish it yeah and you'll get it out yeah but there's gonna be more to share yeah which will oh, be another sure. book right yeah, i would point, love to right? do that yeah that's what i get a sense of yeah 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 i mean we should have the best on that one yeah well thanks man it's a challenge yeah, because you're a white guy that's all i'm just saying man. <laughs> 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 roughly middle-aged white guy 
You yeah, know? it's just, it's, it's a challenge. That's all it is. I'm yeah, just but I mean, definitely. I, once it's ready, you let me know. And all right, well, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll throw it on the show. I'll let everybody know oh, about awesome, it, right? Man. No, no, I'll get it out yeah. there and help you out with it. Yeah. No, totally. I mean, at the end of the day, honestly, like if I just if I this might sound corny, but like if I if I knew that I helped like one person, if someone one person read my book and was like, you know what, this this means something to me, yeah. and it, it it helped them change their life a little bit, then that would. That would mean the world. It'll be another white guy at first that reads it. <laughs> then there'll be a few more white guys. Then you'll start getting some other maybe Caribbean, yeah. Asian. Yeah. But there'll be mostly guys. But then the women will come on board and yeah. then they'll start jumping. Yeah, yeah. They'll totally read it, right? Yeah, so, yeah. but yeah, the white guy, the white guy farm will come out first, right? But no, I could totally see it being a huge success, honestly. Because yeah. I think that I, this is what I've learned from the show, like talking to so many people. Yeah. We all have the same fucking problems, yeah, man. Yeah. We're all human beings. We all have the exact same problems. It's just we're not talking about them. Yeah. And we're too nervous or scared or judged. Like, we're just, we don't want to show people that we're weak. Absolutely. And it's not yeah. a weakness. No. Yeah. There's, and there's so many, there's so many men that are just dealing with it and not yeah. talking about it. And there's not a lot of good, like, role, male role models out there that are talking. Like, there's a lot of people that are telling you to do this and that. And it's a lot of, like, dumb nonsense it's just it's really just like take accountability for your life like you know it's it's again it's it's i don't want to simple but it's like just be a man like just take it like i don't want it to sound then sexist in any way but it's like just be a man like yeah. take accountability for yeah. life take responsibility make your life mean something because you're you know we're only here for so long mm -hmm. you know so we all make mistakes for sure we've all gone through it's part shit. of it it's part of it it's own just, your mistakes you're supposed to right yeah but don't don't dwell on them no. like that whole cliche whatever you can't change the fucking past right yeah. and you can't do anything about the future yeah so own them yeah like i got way more mistakes <laughs> i've got so many mistakes in my life like just you just gotta like be like okay i did that i'm sorry i'm moving on like i'm gonna be better now but it's I also shaped that. the person who you are today yeah Right, so people, the younger generation, need to understand that it's it's making you a better version. Exactly, that's what it's doing. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. At the people, moment, it feels like it's wrong. It feels yeah. like you're a bad guy. Yeah, but you're not. Yeah, you're becoming a good person. Yeah, yeah. Some that's of the, the some sense. of the most interesting people are the ones who've been through the most. Right, like the people who've struggled, who've, hurt, who've messed up things, hurt, man, had pain. Yep, they're the ones who like. Some of the you know most interesting people out there, they know what it's like. They know what the other side is like. So it's gonna be a huge success. So just like um, okay, cool. What Thanks, else you want to chat about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How long is the what book is gonna it? be? I'm curious. Oh, well, I mean, it yet. keeps expanding. So I mean, it'll be a few hundred pages. It's gonna kind of be like it's gonna have like a few sections in it. Really, like there's gonna be like what point in your life are you starting at? What age? um kind of childhood sort of like it's a bit of like a it, my, my childhood's in there just as a bit of like background um and then it and then it really starts getting into my life in my like late teens and or sort of mid-teens to um because that's when i sort of really started to go sideways was like high school and stuff uh, and then yeah through my 20s and 30s that's when it really got interesting <laughs> and then the, so that, like that's part of it and then the other and then there's a big part of it of like how i turned it around like what i did and what i learned from uh from that like the lessons that i've learned um from from, from doing that like just the lessons in life basically 
some of them are some of them seem like as i'm writing them i'm like some of them, i'm like is this too obvious like is this just obvious advice and i'm like no because i didn't know it i didn't know it you know 10 at years the time ago. nobody knows it yeah i'm like yeah no people people will read this and, and yeah because i certainly didn't know it so. how old was your dad when he passed my dad was 53 holy cow yeah he was young yeah my dad was, was 57 oh wow yeah, yeah. And we just had somebody else on it was 56 yeah there's like a lot of young men dying right so yeah yeah i was a little young yeah 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 i was 23 when it happened yeah it kind of rocked my world changes yeah it changes dramatically, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And then as you get older, you start getting closer to that date. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's part of it, right? Yeah. So you start questioning a bunch you of things. You think about it, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. I think just, I think j trades men in general, they just start seeing the connections at some point and they start realizing, are they negative or positive connections? But I think I just want to tell people that they're more positive than the negative. Yeah. Like, don't be thinking, fine, your dad passed at a certain age and you're creeping up on that age that something negative is going to result as of because of that yeah there's no parallel kind of is what i'm trying to get at yeah. right that it's just that date will come and go yeah and it'll be hard for you in your life for sure yeah it's yeah. gonna be 100 percent hard yeah. for you right but it's also gonna make you stronger yeah right and it should make you stronger yeah but then also like you said like take the time to educate other people as many people as you possibly can right yeah and also i mean the way that i i try and look at it is like you know we're not here forever Right, like he he only got to get here until fifty three. I mean, I certainly hope I make it past fifty three. But you know, I could get hit on the on the QEW on the way home. Right, like it's like you gotta live. Yeah, you know, so enjoy it. Don't waste your life. <laughs> I just I'm, I'm kind of stumped for questions to ask you because I mean I was like thinking at first it was going to be trim car <laughs> questions. <laughs> well, I mean, we can go back to trim. No, no, no. Right? I don't want to. That's the thing about <laughs> it. I don't want to. I I just want to try to figure out. Um, did you was the AA good for you? Um yes. Yeah. Um But you did it three times. So <laughs> or no. No, so I went to I went to rehab three times. Okay. Um the first two were uh, through like a non AA um um it was actually it was in Toronto, um, but it wasn't AA related. It was different. They had sort of a different program there. Okay. Um funny story. First one, uh, I got through the 30 days uh, of the program, celebrated on the final day with a bottle of wine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it's a good way to celebrate. Yeah. Second time to in rehab, uh, went, uh, got kicked out for drinking in rehab. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't sinking in for me. No. And then the third time, went to a different one outside of the city um and that's the one that just it just clicked for me this place like i i, I like to say this place is safe i mean in a lot of ways it saved my life the counselor there um what do they do differently uh, well it is aa and up until that point i was like very anti-aa i always thought it was like you don't want to be labeled that yeah i was like it was all the God stuff and the, the higher power stuff that you got to believe in a higher power. And I'm like, I, I want to believe in my, my own power. I want to believe that I am the higher power mm -hmm. um, that can help. But this place, just the, there was the one council that I mentioned earlier that he, where he, he just, he was, a, he t told me all about his life and he was, he was a mess too. And 
Um, and I was that, that made it really easy to relate to him. And he was just no, no BS. Like he was just like, either you, either you fix this or you're going to die. Like you, this, you, this is, those are your two options. And the only way you're going to fix this is if you figure out what's going on in your head. And the only way you can do that is if you do the work and the work that actually does work with AA is the steps. Cause the, with the steps, it's all about confronting your all the stuff that's going on yeah. in your head. You, you confront your mistakes. You confront your anger, your all your issues, all the things that you're holding on to, and you confront them with yourself, and then you tell someone else about it. You open up and you admit to all these things that you hate about yourself. And that's and that was what, like, I, I didn't stick with AA for very long. The, like, the whole meetings and the, I just felt like, like, it, it was it was all the sort of, higher power i think and i don't want to be clear like i do think aa is a great thing and it helps millions of people and if it's working for you then i don't i have but it helps you nothing it helped me yeah um just not like in a long term like go to meeting every every week kind of way i wanted to be like this is my thing i'm gonna i'm gonna be my you higher control power yeah i want to i want to take my life and and I, you know like a lot of it is you know talking to people and i had counselors and therapists and people to talk to so i i found i, I had found my way of talking to people through through those avenues as opposed to going to meetings so i just didn't stick around with it for too long did you go through a period where i guess the people around you gave up on you oh yeah oh yeah that Before, just happens oh yeah yeah my whole family like nobody was talking to me understandably too like i wouldn't like i wouldn't use the word that anybody like abandoned me because like they everyone tried everyone tried to help me um friends but like family. tried what once twice multiple times yeah and they also they just couldn't keep watching me you know do this yeah, yeah. like it's hard for them right it's got to be hard i guess as a family or a friend to just look at things and just go at what point do we give up because they're giving up yeah and honestly like i i deal with this with a lot of people that i that i talk to you know just in my own sobriety sort of sharing my own experience people with their you know say they have someone in their family that's that's struggling it's like what do i do how do i help them how do i and the hardest thing to, to tell people is there's nothing there's nothing you can do like they have to do it they have you can be there you can support them you can like help them but you gotta there's there's a line where like you're helping them too much then you're enabling them if you make their life too easy to stay the way they are then you're enabling them to continue so unfortunately, you kind of have to just like let them figure it out. You, you put do whatever you can to help them be in a situation where they can figure it out for themselves. But until they figure it out for themselves, it's not going to happen. That's Were you the only friend that was going through substance abuse, or did like you in have my, in my like, f- like friend group or yeah, whatever? your yeah. circle of friends? No, I didn't. I didn't have anybody who was who went through that. Really? Yeah. yeah. So I guess because you're saying that in your 20s, that that's when it started to really ramp up after high school. Yeah. But your friends, your circle of friends at that point, they weren't, they were focused on their careers. They were going to move forward and do shit and all the kinds. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I was a big drinker, so I hung out with, you know, all of my friends were also big drinkers. Most of the people I spent time with were big drinkers, but everybody that I knew knew how to, knew where to stop. I didn't know where to stop. <laughs> But now you do. Now I do. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I just don't. No, it's, well, it's, it's I guess good. It, is, it, is it safe to say that you knew how to stop, but you also knew how to start a new path, right? Yeah. 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 For sure. 
but you can't do that until you act, you have to confront it. Yeah. Nobody's going to ever, even somebody that's gone through it, like that counselor that helped you out. Yeah. He can explain it to you. To, he can tell you. Yeah. Death. He gave me all the, yeah. But, but even then I like, it wouldn't have worked. Like the, it was also just the timing of it because I was like, I was, I'd gotten to a point where I was sick of being like told what being told like no sick of my life like oh I was just like this is part. awful like this, yeah. this is the hell i'm living in hell you know i'm a hell of my own creation like i don't want to do this anymore and that's when i met him and it was all about the timing of that that he got to me at the right time you know if it, if, if i'd met him the year before that maybe it would have right over my head you know Possibly, or even a year later. Yeah. And you got also, I guess now you could probably look back and go, if you didn't finally tell yourself and you didn't finally rock bottom, there'd be no Carpenter and Co. You yeah. wouldn't be mentoring people. No. You wouldn't have a crew of eight people working with you that are yeah. passionate about what they do. Yeah. You're sharing knowledge of what you've learned over the years, also yeah. what you've learned mentally, yeah. how to be capable. Yeah. So none of that would exist. No. If you no. kept on going down a certain way where yeah. it's like, you can't yeah. fucking continue this way, yeah. man. No, I try and be grateful. You know, like people have like gratitude practices and stuff like that. And I think that they're great. Yeah. Um, dude, like you have your, whatever you do for gratitude. But I'm like, my gratitude practice is like every day. <laughs> like the fact that it I should like, be. the fact that I get up and get in my truck and get to go to a job that I like to do and I'm healthy and I'm in good shape and like, you know, like that's my gratitude. I'm grateful for all of that. The decision process and selecting your siding and colors can be challenging, which is why Fraser Wood Siding is here to make the process as simple as possible. Their beautiful pre-finished wood siding is made using high-quality PEFC certified Canadian softwood, and it's available in 17 profiles in unlimited colors. Supplied by the global leader in paints, Sean Williams. With distribution all over Canada, USA, and Europe, Fraser Wood Siding can help you achieve your desired look no matter the style. Visit their website, www.fraserwoodsiding.com, and check out their products online. You can even request a sample directly from the website. Simply click the Request a Sample link and fill in your information, and your sample will arrive in just a few days. Fraserwood Siding, get inspired. You know, so. Can I ask about your daughter? Yeah, sure. Are you, are you working on that relationship? We're great now. You're good yeah, now? We're awesome. Okay, she's, good. She's awesome. Good to hear. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. How old is she? 18. She's, in she's, she's in university now. Yeah. 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 But it, that was difficult. Like she, she, you know, our relationship went through a lot of, a lot of struggle. Um, but, uh, you know, we had to work on, I had to work on getting that back. And, and luckily enough we did. And now we have an amazing relationship. Yeah. And her mom, her mom. Yeah. Uh, her <laughs> that's mom, a different story. Yeah. No, her mom, yeah, no, I no, don't worry. Don't worry about it. I'm just curious, right? But uh, yeah. yeah, steps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's always. I mean, even just, I guess, a good old fashioned separation is still difficult. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, alone yeah. No, we were involving we were, addiction, yeah. right? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. No, it was. We had an awful, awful separation, and you know, and after the separation and everything, it was hard. Yeah. Your daughter got any plans on getting into trades or construction? No, she's, no, what a, she's, she's, studying? she's an artist. Oh, she's an artist? Yeah, she's a very good artist. Awesome. Very good artist. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's, yeah. She, I think she, it, the plan, I believe, now is to, just be, to be an art teacher, actually. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. 
again, I go back to government. We need more of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> like I always joke. I mean, she. I took. I used to take her to job sites and stuff, and that was always fun. She had. She never really like picked up the the bug for for that. She's always loved. Which is just, cool. Like, Not everybody can be perfect. No, exactly. <laughs> Not everyone can make the right decision. They could be an artist. That's yeah. totally fine. But also, I feel like she's all. She's seen me run run a business too, and she's like, oh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> art, we need more art teachers. Yeah, we totally need more. Oh, art she's going to be great too. Yeah, yeah. so it's good. Yeah. I think there's going to be a whole generation of new kids that are coming along that are going to have some really creative spirits that yeah. need some mentoring. Yeah. That's vital. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's got, I feel like she has a similar sort of, you know, take as me. Like she, she had someone, you know, she had a teacher that really helped her when she was young that like really helped her sort of step up and figure out what she wanted to be in school and everything. And um, that had a big impact on her and she, she kind of, wants to do the same she'd love to be able to help somebody sort of do the same someday any regrets in life yeah <laughs> aren't we supposed yeah. to aren't we supposed to learn as we get older yeah to just let go of all the regrets and just go listen the past is past it's done I, yeah i did what i could i tried to fix what i could I'm trying to be a good person today. I'm going to continue trying to be a good person tomorrow. Yeah. But everybody, yeah. everybody's got regrets. Yeah. I was just going to say, I'm everybody. like, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it's easy to say I got no regrets. That's uh, total. But that's just a battle. Like, it's yeah. a battle to be like, well, geez, I regret that. But then you're like, okay, well, if I didn't have it, I wouldn't be who I am now. So, <laughs> yeah. 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 It kind of is part of that. But the thing is, uh, you're doing what you should be doing. Is you're, you're, you're doing good and then you're letting other people know that there's still good in them. Yeah. So even if they're going down a dark place, yeah, there's op- there's, there's a possibility yeah. for good, there's right? Light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, there is, yeah. right? Yeah. Trust me, I'm not a religious person. I'm not going to start to get religious here, right? So, <laughs> no, no, I mean it's either. it's 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 great. It's a great story, Chris. Honestly, and I look forward to the book as well too. And yeah, I'm so thanks, glad man. that Jesse introduced us and yeah, got to get him on the show. Yeah, we got to get, get over his nerves or whatever. There's <laughs> no, it's on, Jesse. I think the word of mouth is getting out there for TCL, where it's like you know, oh, you got to do this singing shit. I don't yeah. want to do this singing shit. Yeah. I'm like, listen, wait till I start introducing dancing shit. You know what I mean? No, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, because nobody no, will come no on the show. No, I think I, no, I think I might have canceled if that was the case. You don't want. No, you, you actually, you should have canceled. You do not want to see me dance. That's no. I think yeah. singing's bad enough, and that's just like there's been some good singers lately, right? Yeah, so, okay. But okay. then you also get the musicians coming out of the woodwork as well, too. Eh? Pun intended. Yeah, totally. They start bringing in the guitar. And yeah, it. I saw. I saw. I there's that. some people with the guitars. I totally and love stuff. that. Yeah. Right? So yeah. we'll see what happens with it. But it's um, it's just our thing. I like it. I think it's. I think it's cool. I think it's a great idea. Like, and then we get to talk about construction and helping people. And, and like you said, if yeah. one person's just yeah. is connecting with them, yeah. I mean, honestly, I spent the entire drive here trying to memorize that little bit of the song to make sure that I got it right. You don't flub. I didn't even think about being nervous, like talking or on the on this at all. It's just yeah. like that's all I thought about. And then the song was over, and it's like okay. Then we sailing. That's all it is. It's just <laughs> it's talking about what you've been through construction wise or personal wise. And that's it. Yeah, it's done. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, I'm all, I'm all done. I'm all done. I just got to ask you the 10 questions. Yeah. I saw the, I saw those that, 10 questions. Yeah. That's yeah, all yeah. it is. So, um, yeah, okay. unless yeah. there's anything else that you want to share, Chris and no, I mean, if anybody just, like I said, just check out the website, check yeah, you out got your link, link, the link, the link, there's a link in the bio, Book some time stuff. with you, the call, do the discovery call. Yeah. Let's talk for 15 minutes. I love that you're doing that. You know, no commitment or anything. Let's just talk, and I, I, you know, I'm sure I can help you. And there's packages you can get the package, and and I can help you get your business to, in your life where you want to be. I, I encourage anybody to reach out and just talk to them and just reach out. And you've got a question, whatever. 
work related, personal related, yeah, anything all of it, related. all of it, man. That's Bring all it, it is. Trust I've me, man. Through, Nobody out there knows everything. No, and I've been through a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I've yeah, done yeah. a lot of things wrong, so I know. Chris Carpenter, <laughs> Carpenter and Co. Uh, website is carpenterco.ca. Phone number is 416-305-0169. And his email is chris at carpenterco.ca. And on Instagram, it's carpenterand underscore co. And then on Facebook, it's carpenter and co. The sign and, right? Yeah. yeah. For yeah, Facebook, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What everyday sound brings you joy? Uh, the woods. Like just being outside in nature. Like, not quite silence, just like the sound of, you know, nature. Just nature. Yeah. Non-humans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What's your favorite beverage? I'm not, this could be any beverage. Oh, coffee. Coffee, okay. Coffee, easy. What is your least favorite tool? <laughs> Other than computers, which is kind of my main tool now, an actual tool, like site tool, would be a Sawzall. That thing, like, has caused more busted plumbing pipes and cut wires. and Kids don't realize how to <laughs> cut it with a long blade yeah. on a shortcut. Yeah, and tear, torn up drywall. And Oh, yeah, no. That was uh, sure. What word or concept do you find overused these days? <laughs> this one I was thinking about for a bit. I this The idea that, like, I don't know, maybe, maybe I might get some flack for this, but just the idea that, like, Everything in the world is so hard right now. It's like so difficult. You ever hear people just be like, oh, it's so, it's like, we just need a break. Like, it's just, it, the world is so difficult right now or something. And it's just like, pressure. Pressure. yeah, they're like, I feel like it really ramped up at, it, during and then after COVID. And yeah, sure, COVID was very difficult for sure. But it's just like, you know, when people say that, it's just like, if you're saying that, chances are you've got like a house, you got food on the table, you got a car, you don't you have it that money, bad. You don't have it that bad. There's bad. There's bad. There's a <laughs> lot of bad out there. And like, and if the, the bad, that if this bad bothers you, like the suffering bothers you that much, then go do something about it. Don't just be like, don't just post on Instagram about how something so true. bad in the world, you know? So true. Like, just do something. Uh, <laughs> what is your favorite curse word? Ah, jackass. I like jackass. That's a good one. Yeah. What's your favorite vehicle? My truck. What do you that. got? A Tacoma. Toyota does make nice trucks. Though. Yeah, I love my Tacoma. That and Gorilla Warfire militant kind of guys, they yeah. love those trucks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I beat the crap out of that thing. But that thing lasts forever. Yeah. I, I had an old school 1986 diesel Toyota truck, pickup truck. Um, it would take me to third gear to get across the intersection. <laughs> but 600,000 kilometers later. Yeah, oh, yeah. Before yeah. I gave it up. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm aiming so, for. Uh, <laughs> what do you miss from your childhood um either well my dad or uh or sports i don't really play sports much anymore i loved sports when i was a kid hey we would ride our bikes yeah, just everything we would go, go running over climb a yeah, tree go down to the river and the, the playground like, yeah. yeah we would go yeah just, just being out and living yeah like yeah i miss that what would the movie stand by me be like if it was done today <laughs> kids sitting on their phone <laughs> maybe instagramming the dead body yeah it's exactly. just like uh if you could master a skill outside of your own expertise what would it be music i'd, l I'd love to be like a musician a rock star <laughs> front <laughs> man cool oh yeah for sure totally playing the guitar man. yeah oh yeah, yeah the guitar <laughs> yeah lead singer for sure last question if heaven exists what would you like to hear god say when you arrive at those pearly gates uh you made a difference yeah you, you are 
Thanks, Chris. Thank you. Thanks Thank you so me, much man. for being really on the show. This. And uh, anybody who wants to reach out to you, yeah, and check out your link Thank tree, you. check out your Instagram, check out everything, and then uh, I'd love to pass by the shop. Yeah, and just absolutely. Meet the boys, Anytime. meet the team. Let me know. And, yeah, check. Where is it? What part of town? Uh, Stockyards. Oh, so like Rogers and Weston Road. I remember Stockyards when it actually smelled like butcher. Oh, it still does. It still does. It right still now. has a little waft there. It's still got it. For I thought the like time the, being. the price coal kind of waft kind of drowned that. No, we, no. Where, we, where our shop is, we still get it. Oh, you still yeah, get it, we huh? Still get it, yeah. Apparently, they're the, shutting some of those down and turning them into condos. Surprise, surprise. But, uh, surprise, surprise. Right. I mean, that's got to be expensive land for like a, for the, those guys to have the meat packing plants like they could be out in brampton yeah i don't understand well well, that's how the city was designed right back then right but i remember when it was just it was horrible that and down at uh niagara which was the pork oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. summertime (laughs) you did not want to drive around there in summertime i don't know how people lived there yeah like back in those days but i don't even i don't know why we got on that fucking thing that's it no so (laughs) chris thanks so much i really appreciate you being on the show and jesse fuck get on the show yeah shout out to jesse as well for hooking this whole thing up it was all because of him so thanks for thanks for doing that thanks chris okay we're out of here angelina